0: Let's get to the show with your Tell it Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk. I just want to remind you guys that our next men's chat is coming up on May the 5th. It's at 6 p.m. Pacific, and that's where us guys over 40 gather to bitch about everything that's not going right. No, I'm just kidding. Sometimes we do bitch about everything that's not going right, but we just <laughs> have chats about the stuff that us guys over 40 need to chat about, and sometimes we're chatting about stuff that we don't talk about, so it's really good to come and gather. And one of the things that's really close to my heart, besides the guy that I'm about to bring on to the podcast here, is realizing that a lot of us guys get to that midlife point where like, what's next? And some of us actually take the big leap and go, I'm done. I'm gonna go do the thing I keep saying I wanted to do. We jump out of those corporate realms or out of that place that we've been working at, and we say, let's go do something. And my buddy, Mike Michalowicz, is one of the guys that I have just leaned into, watched him, read all his books because he has been the epitome of that entrepreneur guy. And um so glad to have him here today. So let's just dive in, bro. Let's talk about how in midlife you finally go, screw it, I'm going, let's dive in, let's get it done.
1: Yeah. Thank God, right? We got to make that leap. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of did, you know, I'm 48 now. It was... Uh, I guess I was 36 at the time, right? But my "screw it, I'm all in" was was writing books. I've yep. been an entrepreneur before, and maybe that's considered going all. in. Whatever we do in life, I guess you can consider going all in. Right. But I think my definition of going all in is when you have that fundamental shift of what your established identity is, yep. and you introduce, well, dude, you know, you know, right? Married. Yep. Confront your wife. Yep. Yep. Uh, and marry a man. And and I, I think what happens. I can't speak for your experience, but in my experience, it was this is what I was born for. This is this is the reason I've been put on the earth is to to do this or be this. To be consistent with myself, and um, but there's all this momentum of, but my identity, my history. What are other people going to think? And I think the day we're just brutally honest with ourselves and realize we are here to put ourselves first and foremost, not in a selfish way, but in an integral way, is the day that that leap becomes a necessity, not a, not, it's still going to be fearful and scary, but it becomes a necessity. And I
0: love that you brought this up, Mike, because this is one of the key. Okay. So a lot of the guys know I do the coming out coaching stuff too, and the other podcasts and all this, but for this group, it's always interesting when those suddenly here we are, those paths crossed because putting yourselves first and foremost, it isn't a selfish thing. It's actually very much a self-care thing. And even if it does cause strife and pain, like me coming out of the closet, going through a divorce or saying, screw this, I'm leaving this job. And people are looking at you like, really, you got a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollar job. And you're saying, walk away. I'm going to go do something else. Or like in your case, you built some businesses that went kaboom. And then yeah. you came out of the ashes and did this other thing. It is all about stepping out of the closets of our lives to say, this is what I am meant to do and I'm going to go do it. And I bet if you had looked back in your early thirties and somebody had told you, Mike, you're going to go write all these books, I <laughs> yeah. would have been like, uh, screw that. I don't think so. I know. Are you effing crazy? Right. And, and you know, the funny thing is, the, the
1: funny thing is, Ricky, the naysayers do present themselves that, that moment you're about yep. to take the leap, they come roaring your way. And uh, for me, when it, when it became, you know, becoming an author is the naysayers said, are you, are you crazy writing a book? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not going to make money. You're destroying your life. You're an idiot. Yep. Well, here's what I found is there's two types of naysayers. There's ones who've been there and been through the experience and they have valuable information to share of the uh, treacherous nature of it. And then there's others, the majority, who have no experience, have never been there. Right. So my response used to be like, um, okay, or you're an idiot, or it'd be confrontational. Right. Now my response is, thank you for sharing your thoughts. I wanna know about your experience though. Have you done this before? I found the vast majority of naysayers and say, well, I don't have no experience in this. And then I instantly discount it. Right. Then I'm like, I gotta seek out people who have gone through this process successfully, what's their feedback, and people who've struggled in the process. And and the, the true path to me presents itself between the two. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the people who are successful, were just lucky. Just the roll yeah, of the yeah.
0: dice. Yeah, it is.
1: Um, And, but some of them have, have a story to tell. Others who failed, failed because of no, uh, in action of themselves they were unlucky but in, mm-hmm. in other cases people fail because they made the wrong moves and once you start hearing the stories of both sides then it's like oh here's my path forward and that yeah. really makes the leap so much easier or you know, it's i shouldn't say easier like in fear but more, more easier because at least you know the formula to follow
0: right and i think the other thing that gets in the way especially in our lovely male brain sometimes is we can do this. We can do this ourselves and we don't need any help. We got it and pound our chests and all that good yeah. stuff. And then the flip side of that is, oh my gosh, I'm the only one who's been through this. Nobody's done this like I've done it. So I'm going to just have to figure this out. And that's all bullshit. Every bit of it's bullshit. And I agree with you 100%. The more I would lean in, <clears throat> and you're one of them, people that I could go, okay, they've done this and I could see the path that they've taken and I've seen that they've had their failures but they kept picking up, those are the ones that I would lean into and go, okay, no, you're, you have had the experience so let me learn from you. Yeah. The ones who would stand up and say, oh my gosh, you're crazy, you don't know what you're doing and I'm going, and when did when was the last time you did this? When was the last time you came out of the closet? Well, I never right. have. <laughs> right, and you're like, never. Well right. then, you know, I'm not gonna really listen to you. Yeah, so, then discount
1: I, it and, and yeah. I think we, you know, I think also we can discount with grace. Like, I, yes. like when someone says something uh, like, "like that's risky" or "that you shouldn't do that" or "you should do it," when you're deciding not to, I, I think we, for at least for me, uh, conflict often then just entrenches people in their beliefs and is of not much mm-hmm. value. I, I, I look at the person and just consider maybe they're doing this because they really do feel it's in my best interest. Maybe they are trying to care for me. Their information should be disregarded, but their sentiment should be appreciated. Yeah. So that's one strategy. You know, another thing I do too is surround myself with uh, with others going through the process, um, and who have successfully navigated it. So I, I'm a big believer in masterminds and not the bastardization mm-hmm. today, where it's a guru saying, "Here's what right, you right. Need to do." Okay. A mastermind is just a collection of people that are concentrating on one challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, for authorship, I've did it ever since I started. I I still do it. Just just a few months ago or weeks ago before COVID became a crisis, had my mastermind meeting. Um, And it's unbelievable, you you listen to the stories and the ideas and the suggestions and you start revealing a a common, you hear a common thread. I just put my problems on the table and they're like, or challenges like, oh, here's what I did Mm -hmm. in the past, here's what I did and you start hearing, oh, that's more likely to work. Instead instead of aimlessly trying, trying things and hoping to find the right solution, um, the, the most
0: likely solutions present themselves very quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting that you brought that up because I saw you post something about that mastermind and I I think it was awesome, dude. Was, was, is, I think, was this the one that Chris Gillibeau was part of? Chris Gillibeau, James Clear of Atomic Habits. Yeah. 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 So I saw that. Brian Holiday. And and I, you know, you guys are operating at, you know, like a totally different level than I am, but I'm friends with quite a few of you guys, you know, and I never like, oh, let's, you know, wow, you're here. I, you know, you know, I kind of bow down to you guys, but it's not like, okay, I I can't really talk to them. And when I saw that post, I thought, this is so fucking cool because this just shows no matter where you get, you still need your, you know, you need that. You need the tribe. You need the people to lean into. In fact, for you guys that don't know how long Mike and I have known each other, I remember five, six years ago when I was just starting to do my speaking, he introduced me to another Speaker group that's like, hey, they're, they're speakers. They're kind of at this lower yeah, level. Should, You're should. not quite here yet. But, and it was so cool to know that even to think that, okay, I might be able to step into this group and get the support. And that's one of the things I have found. If you guys are at this stage, even in this craziness we're in right now, of thinking, okay, I need to leave. I need to jump. I need to make this leap. Make sure you make that leap and find another group where you've got some people who aren't quite making the leap. And some people who are in the midst of making the leap like you, and then a couple of people ahead of you who've made the leap to be part of your group, because they're going to help pull you through this. And then you're going to be turning around and pulling the people who aren't quite there. You're going to help be pulling them through. And it's amazing. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you, you know, uh, and I just want to just tweak one word. You said lower level. I don't think there's such a thing as lower level. I think there's different stages. I actually wear a bracelet as my reminder. It's an infinity sign, and mm-hmm. to me, that's the walk of humanity. We just, will just keep yeah. on crossing over each other. There's no one better or worse. No experience. Awesome. It, it's just gaining experience. Well, that mastermind. Those are people that have achieved a stage of their um, their books, exposure, and so forth. That I'm like, that I want to be part of that group. Mm-hmm. I wasn't invited. I was the one who ran that group. I, mm-hmm. I managed it. Like, I don't think any of those people have reach out to me and say, hey, Mike, you want to join a group? Um, but I wanted to be in their group, and that's when I created it. I, I think that's an opportunity for all of us is we can choose to who we surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. And if we do it out of service, like when I reached out to them, I selfishly want to gain, but I want to make sure that James Clear and Ryan Holiday and Don Miller, who I just freaking adore, that all of those guys, John Gordon was there, all those guys... Would be saying this was the most valuable experience because the other guys were here, yep. and now I'm almost like a fly on the wall. Yep. So we have access to those folks mm-hmm. and the skill set. If we can deliver organization, it opens so many doors for help and assistance because you're mm-hmm. the person who organized it.
0: Well, even this, even this podcast to me, I mean, yes, both my podcasts, but this yeah, one is great. Is about being of service to guys over forty because yep. it's like we know we want to have some of these conversations and a lot of us do and a whole hell of a lot of us don't yeah, because yeah. we're like, we don't, we haven't been quote unquote. And I know I'm generalizing right now. We haven't been socialized as guys. to like, Hey, let's sit down. Let's have these conversations. right? You know, oh, let's yeah. be real. Yeah. But when we do, there's such a huge shift. It's such a huge thing. And it's so interesting to see, you know, as I started the podcast, I talked about the 40 plus men's chats. I do every month. There's brand new people showing up. I have no freaking clue who they are, but it just shows me there's such a hunger. And I know for guys that are in this space that finally finally hit that block wall, I got to go do something. It's they need that little push. They need that support. And I know in your new book that's coming out, Fix This Next, it's all about, okay, here's what you need to fix next You know, to get your business moving forward and things such as that. But it's not just about that because there's that personal thing of taking people into their own personal space and you talk about fixing other stuff next. And I wanna make sure we touch on that because I think that's key critical. As you think about making these leaps, there's things you have to fix in yourself first. Right, right. So what I explain in the book is that uh,
1: should you choose to start a business or any kind of platform of entrepreneurship or professionalism is ultimately that is an expression of who you are. Yeah. I believe owning a business is the ultimate expression because you know it, it can wield a lot of influence if you so choose. So it's a platform of expression, but you need to get real, authentic, and true with who who you are, mm-hmm. why you're doing this, the 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 purpose behind. It. Actually, there's a great book. Start with why is yep. is is the, the once we understand who we truly are, um, that becomes a mission um, that the business can express. For, for example. My life's purpose is to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty, this gap between what the world thinks you're doing as an entrepreneur, you're successful, you sit on the beach drinking Mai ties, you have all this money in the world, and the reality, struggle, panic, stress, working our asses off. I want to close that gap. And, and I have a whole reason why and, and trauma around in my life that facilitated that. Once we are clear on our purpose, then we can use the business to build, I call it the business hierarchy of needs, the, mm-hmm. the, the foundation and, and grow up from that, the business can start expressing it. Yep. And now the business platform isn't just a means mm-hmm. for financial freedom, one of the reasons we started a business, and we'll serve that. It's a means for personal freedom to yep. really be expressive and, and live into who we are. So we have to get truth ourselves. We have to fix ourselves first mm-hmm. to fix the business next. Mm-hmm.
0: Makes so much sense. You know, it's interesting, Mike. We, Mike and I saw each other last year about mid, mid-fall, and we had just a few minutes to talk, but it's so interesting to hear you say... What your purpose is, and and you've known what what I do for so long, and it's been a long time coming. When I finally landed on, not just the coming out coach piece, but it's that what I really do is help people come out of the closets of their lives. And when I can say my purpose is to help people live unapologetic lives, I can go. I can just go, and I can just keep showing up. It doesn't matter if it's individuals, if it's businesses. And this is what I think is the beauty of when you can start to fix what you know is next in your life and you can land on something like Mike's where it's eradicate that entrepreneurial poverty or mine where it's help people live unapologetic lives, you're going to thrive. Doesn't mean <laughs> neither one of us right. are going to say it's going to be easy. Right. But, but if you have that, you can stay fixated on the goal and you can learn and other people are going to weigh in and the ones, as we said, there's going to be the two kinds of naysayers But you're going to learn so much by people like giving perspective. Mike has given me perspective off and on throughout the years. Hey, this sounds good. This doesn't, you know, whatever. But be open to that and allow the journey to really help you learn, teach you some lessons, humble you. (laughs) That's a big one. i humble you over and over again, over and over again, so that you can get to that space where you really want to go. Dude, hashtag truth. Rick Clemens on the mic. Mm. Yeah,
1: that's what, that's exactly. Everybody tells me
0: I should just become a pastor. I'm like, well, you know, then I'd have to have online church here in my office (laughs) every Sunday, you know?
1: Yeah, well, you're preaching anyway, man. You're you're preaching to a different choir, which is awesome. Exactly. Which is awesome. It's it's necessary. So what was
0: real quick before we wrap this up because we know, guys, we kind of like okay, we've been going for 15 minutes here. But one of the things I really want to talk about, Mike's got a great, just a great plethora of books. In fact, if you could see him on camera right now, he's got a tree with them all growing. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, But great books: Profit First, Fix This, Clockwork, uh, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Pumpkin. I can't remember the Pumpkin. Pumpkin Plan. Wow, you got a good plan. Yeah, yeah. See, I got a pretty good memory. Yeah, I'm mad. But what was the thing that you knew that fixed this next was like this has to be and it's kind of ironic because I'm gonna say how did you know this was the next step in your authorship
1: yeah yeah so it's a real simple process you just ask your readers um, you know I have enough readers now that yeah. that the best way to be of service to them is simply ask them mm-hmm. and so I said what's your biggest challenge now what do we need to fix and it came very clear that they actually didn't know what their challenge was. So the biggest challenge business owners have today is knowing what their biggest challenge is. Mm -hmm. We need to pinpoint it. They're all over the place. So I was like, okay, that's, that's the thesis of the book. It's Mm -hmm. the biggest challenge entrepreneurs have is knowing what their biggest challenge is. And therefore I needed to create a simple system to pinpoint the what, what do I need to work on to, to nail it down? And then the how's, well, there's a million solutions out there. There's coaches and different programs and they're all fabulous things. But the question is, we got to work on the right thing at the right time. And that's what this book does.
0: That's awesome. And I think that's so important. I remember when I was first starting my coaching practice, one of my coaching mentors said, you have to treat your business just like you do a child. At one point, you're going to be a baby and then a toddler, and then you're going to be in elementary school and then you'll be in high school and college. And And if you try to execute something like you are a brand new graduate from college, when you're a toddler, your business is going to fail. That's a good point. I thought that was a really good metaphor for where we go here. Yeah. Well, Mike, I'm so glad we had this chance to chat. Mike's book comes out in just a couple of weeks It's coming out April 28th. And I'm telling you guys, if you are thinking about making these leaps, get any of his books, but definitely get fix this next. Um, I can't wait for it to come out. And any of you that are listening to it, if you send me, and email to Rick at RickClemens.com. One of you guys is going to get his book for free when it comes out to you and uh, make it happen for you. And Mike's got some great stuff. I'm going to have a link to his website where you can get some free chapters and everything for the book. And, um, Anytime you get to interact with Mike, I would highly encourage it. He's, he's a great guy, just a really true human being. So thank you, my friend. Hey, thank, thank you. And good luck through everything. I know we're all we're all hunkering, pulling together, and who knows where we're gonna be, but I believe the more we just keep supporting each other and being of service to each other, we are going yeah, to
1: keep marching forward. We got this. We got awesome. this.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again, buddy. I appreciate thank you. you so much. That's a wrap for Forty Plus. Real men, real talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where the conversations continue.